So we started out talking or listening to Anita Baker, Rapture, Caught Up in a Rapture. James, go back to, to your thinking. So listening to Anita Baker, and Anita Baker just really makes me and my brother right here, you know, and everybody else, you know, but us particularly because he listens to Anita Baker every night before he goes to bed. I listen to Anita Baker every morning when I wake up to set the tone for my day. So uh, there's a there's a love that resonates from her voice. And um, I think, you know, of course, the, the spirit being connected to the voice, you know, we we all have different spirits. All of us have different spirits and we all resonate different ways with different people. So, you know, if you held some type of mirror up that could reflect what a spirit would actually look like, mm-hmm. you know, what would that sister's image reflect? You know, mm-hmm. I'm just kind of curious. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> or, or, you I know, like, thought about it. Yeah. Or, yeah. Or, for, or, or what would your spirit reflect? You know, so it's kind of like one of those things where I'm getting older. I think about the inevitable mm-hmm. death. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Right. So I know with that being said, it's like one of those things where for me, listening to Anita Baker, those are some of the different things I think about when I look at her. Like, wow, the sister has a very beautiful spirit. I want to have a good spirit, too. So it's like, OK, when I leave this place, I want to leave this place better than what I found it. And I want memories of me to be even to be good. Mm-hmm. I want my eulogies to be pure, <laughs> genuine. You know, no I don't fake, want no fake. Uh, he was a good no man. fake love. No, he was a good man. <laughs> like you were really a good man. Right, right, right. I, you know, um, and um, <clears throat> yeah. So basically, I just try to start from that point. Like, okay, it's like if I can wake up out of the coffin. It's like starting, <laughs> starting from the <laughs> starting from the goal, and then basically working your way backwards mm-hmm. to be a better person now. That's a good idea. Yeah. That's yeah. good. Wake up out that coffin and like, you know, live your life now. I don't I don't like <laughs> I don't like talking about death. I don't like death. I don't like anything about it. I know a part of uh life is to die, but that's not something that I like to think about. It's like that goes that word. I don't like to <laughs> I don't I don't like to think about I think we talked about this before, New Year's Eve. I hate New Year's Eve. I hate it. And the reason why I hate New Year's Eve is because I begin to get reflective on, on, on the whole year. And then I think about this was a whole year that I just went through mm. and I'll never get another chance to mm. go back and undo all the wrongs and all and undo all the mistakes that I made. And then in my mind, I'm thankful and I'm grateful that I lived that year. But then in my mind, I think I don't know what's around the corner. Is this going to be the year that I die? You know? mm. So every New Year's Eve, I get into that mode that I hate to think about what's coming that next year. So, but to go back to like talking about uh, at my funeral, be honest. When you, come, <laughs> you speak at my funeral. If I was a piece of shit to you, say I was a piece of shit. If I was good to you, say I was good to you. If I was the nastiest, say everything so that people can get the full 32 flavors of who I am. Yeah. Because I think that's important. You go to funerals and people are always speaking positively, and then you have the <laughs> choir over there talking about that was a nasty motherfucker. <laughs> 
Oh, he always had something raunchy to say. She was yeah. always yeah. smoking and, and yeah. all that. Yeah. Be honest about me. Tell, yeah. tell my dirty, dirty. If you got to tell my dirty, tell my dirty, dirty. But just you know I be all 32 flavors because I'm, right. I'm going to be 32 flavors at yours too. <laughs> oh, she was fly. But yeah. she was a nasty one. Oh, boy. <laughs> I'm going to give all 32 You're flavors. Give it all, huh? Yep. I mean, you can't say that about me, but I'm just saying. <laughs> but you cannot say that well Ricky probably would say that yeah. but um, no I'll be the first one to do a nice little mm, yeah I don't know because I, I I think if you understand death then it's not as bad as you think it is it's not bad I, I feel and that and you're from New Orleans so I mean y'all celebrate death in a Y'all have freaking parades. But we see a lot of death too. I've seen a lot of death in my life. I haven't okay. like my well, my first um my first real death close to me was in two thousand. That's twenty years. Um but before then, uh it was a lot of a lot of death and dying that was not close to me. But I don't death just to in your mind, it seems like in, in in a way, it hurts because it, the hurt part about it is you won't get to see anyone anymore. Physically. The, fa- the phases of death can be painful. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to die of this abnormal new form of cancer. You know, mm-hmm. that's painful. No, what you about to say, Jane? I was about to say that. I was going to say how you die. That makes a difference, too. You know, if you die in like a, you know, what's the, the name tragic. of that movie? Join yeah, you. yeah. What's the name of the movie? Uh, <laughs> um Final destination. (laughs) That's the worst way to die. But you know, of course, the best way to die would be like you know, in in a a bed with your family around the bed, natural causes in your sleep, sleep. like like in a movie, The Notebook, with the love of your life, right there. I still haven't seen that. Oh man! Did you cry? I mean, you know, uh, (laughs) it it was okay to cry. You know, it was a little windy. You know, there was a a wind gust that came and kind of my eye got a little dry. But you know, uh, (laughs) but yeah, I mean, I I think that as far as death is concerned, you talked about you know him being from New Orleans. You know, they celebrate you know a lot of that Haitian culture and some of the voodoo, some of that ancient African spirituality, which is basically just embracing the ancestors, Mm -hmm. of course. You know, being in a Christian nation, they made it that that evil. It was basically just connected. But in the movie Avatar, they make it like glorious or whatever. That's another subject. (laughs) But anyway, they take our culture and then flip it. But anyway, so I think that like basically what they were, they were just, it was all about connecting with the ancestors, embracing it. And it's it's a part of life, you know. And for people out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're live. Yeah. Make sure that you guys. (laughs) Make sure that you guys give me my flowers now, and then at my at my funeral, make sure you laugh, tell jokes. Johnny Witherspoon, R.I.P. to that brother. I shade to the ancestor. He just transitioned. My buddy said that he wanted to see him all summer. My boy Sonny G said that he wanted to see him. Never got a chance to do it, but anyway, um, because he said that this would happen, and it's crazy it happened months later. Mm-hmm. But I loved his funeral. Uh, the, all of the comedians coming out. Oh, man, I missed that. And, nice. Oh, yeah. The Ice Cube. And, you know, he had Wayne's brothers there. I missed And that, Chris man. Tucker. And all of these different people were there. And they all, like, shared, shared laughter and everything. Uh, no, it's on YouTube. Oh. YouTube University. Would, I thought they would. Uh, 
with them. <laughs> YouTube University. YouTube yeah. University. Yeah. <laughs> you get your life and you miss everything. Yeah. You don't watch. Yeah. Yeah. It's wow. just, it's death. I don't know. And before we started, uh, I'm going to be transparent. I received uh, some, some, some news from one of the mother of my kids. And to know me is to know that I've dealt with a lot of things uh, with the mother of my, my kids, both of them. And some things I have to take responsibility for uh, because I chose them. They chose me, but I chose them. And I've done, I, I've done some things that weren't the greatest, but, you know, it had a lot to do with being young. When you're young, you don't know. And you're just going through life trying to, you're just plundering through this thing, trying to figure out things. And um, I've, I've since apologized. And I feel like every day, you know, that I'm able to, I will continue to apologize because that's just the type of man that I am. I didn't mean to intentionally hurt them with anything that I've done or any of the decisions that I made. But to to hear like it was a point in time where I hated the mother of my children. Like they in my mind they knew how I felt about being a father to our kids and to have that taken away from me because you know how much I love them and you know how much then I needed them. Being a kid who I had a mother and father. I have a mother and father, but I didn't have a mother and father. My mother and father, you know, they were of New Orleans. They were very street. So, you know, they were they were there, but they weren't there. And so I vowed when I had kids, at first I didn't want kids, but then when I had them, I was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to try to be the difference. And life got away and it didn't happen that way. So going back to what I was saying originally, um, one of the mothers of my kids uh, she's in a bad way, and I I hated her. <laughs> you know so what I'm saying? First. Yeah. I hated her. <laughs> and to receive a text message, it's like all that hate just went away. And I don't want anything bad to happen to any of the mother of my kids. I want them to flourish. I want them to prosper. I want them to be happy. But it still doesn't, I hate that I'm so me, mm. so easy, easily to turn off that thing for a moment to feel like, ah, I hate it. I hate it with a passion. But originally I wanted to talk about the whole April and Amarion thing, the whole child support, family dynamic debacle. That whole thing. Um, it started out with the, how, how the news cycle went first. She was dating, or they, her and Omarion together, and, mm -hmm. and then she started dating another one of the band members, or they're together, and all that. And then she went on the circuit to talk about oh, Omarion's child support, Omarion's child support payments. So child support, right? <laughs> child support, child support. So I look at child support. I paid it. I paid it. And Damn, you said past tense. I paid it. 
and pay it. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> For like, Brother giving away his age. You know, black people, you don't know how, how old we are. I paid it. <laughs> Brother looked 25. <laughs> like, That's how many damn years. <laughs> right. But I, I feel that child support should be standardized. I look at life like everything in life is almost standardized, right? Like welfare. Welfare is standardized to a, to a degree. And child support should be as well. I get the argument because I know scores of women that are single mothers. I know scores of women. I come from a, a mother who depended on child support. But when you depend on child support, it enables you and you lose that thing. Most women... I'm not going to put a blanket statement and say all women subscribe to that thing. But child support, again, is for the child. If you didn't have a child, you would have to make a way for yourself. Mm-hmm. You would have to ensure that you have this money to pay your rent, your mortgage, your likes, your this, your that, whatever. You still have to take care of you. Now, just because you're dating, you know, this mega ultra superstar who makes millions and millions of dollars, that... That's harsh, but that doesn't mean that you should get half of those million dollars. Yeah. You want your child, you say all the time, I want him to be active in part in our child's life. Okay, but does that mean that since you're living here and your child lives with you and the man is living there, he has to pay you six million dollars so that you can live like he lived for six million dollars? I mean to add those six million dollars to you, to you what you got in your pot? I don't agree with that. And the reason why is because that's our child. And the life that I live, when he come to my house, he's going to live that life. And in your house, you need to become the $6 million woman or the $6 million man, depending on how the child support thing works in your situation. You need to step up. And then if you can't, then why should the other parent, be it male or female, have to step up and furnish your lifestyle because you want to be comparable to their lifestyle, be it male or female paying child support. I don't want to make it sound like I'm bashing the woman because there are women who pay child support. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it should be uniform. Yeah. So, so with the argument of child support, I think I have to start at the beginning and I'm coming from a perspective of a, of a man who doesn't have kids, right? Okay. But I have to start at the beginning. Now, I think that initially you have to find that woman to where you can have an understanding that you're not going to bring a middleman in to raise your kids regardless mm-hmm. of what happens. And you guys are going to have a partnership to raise your kids. You have to start there. Um, yep. You know, we all make, we all make our mistakes, but I think that that has to be the start of it. And then from there, <clears throat> for people who do have child support, because I know people who, who women who won't allow their, their, the father of their children to see their kids so they have to put themselves on child support in order to get visitation. So I've I've seen that happen before too. Yes. <laughs> so that's the, yes. that's kind of the devil's advocate side of of it because that happens too, where sometimes mothers want to protect the kids from the father for whatever reason or want to control narratives and all that stuff. So it's <laughs> <laughs> really about right control narratives, control narratives, and you know. Well, because women be bitter too. Not yeah, even just women, but females in general. So you like, too. I don't you gonna have around my kid. Me too. It's like, and see, I hate that. I hate to hear that. And reason being is because, okay, so you knew, man or woman, you knew that that man or that woman was no good when you met them. That's true. Mm-hmm. 
So now that y'all not together, the first thing you want to say is, oh, I need to know who my child is with. Okay, again, that property does not only belong to you. <laughs> that right. property belongs to the other person as well. Yeah. So now all of a sudden you don't trust his judgment, huh? Or uh, her judgment. <laughs> and there's horror stories too. Like me coming from a perspective of not having kids. That scares me. Child support is scary. Mm. It should. It should scare you to be strong. It should scare you to be strong. That's scary. You know. Well, so that's that, why that, you that, should watch who you lay down with. That's true. So it had. So you have that effect, which I guess in a way that's. Is that, is I that mean, a nobody thinks about stuff like that. And, I mean, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I know. I know. In the but, moment. Yeah. But. Exactly. Because it's like, damn, it's my money. Yeah, yeah. Like, right, hey, calm down here. <laughs> I can't control. I'm getting checks. My checks garnished. My driver's yeah. license suspended. Yes, this is too much. Yes. Yeah, that's, that's too much. <laughs> so it's somewhat of a deterrent. But as far as uh, to people who are actively paying child support, um, I like the idea of a prepaid car. So you pre you put your child support on a prepaid card, and that way you can monitor the spending. <laughs> Am I cr- hold on. Wait, okay, wait, hold on, 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 so, 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 <laughs> on the age of the child, you can only get diapers, if you get anything outside of that, it's like, eh, decline, really? I'm just saying, the, the stuff for the kid is right here on this card, <laughs> look, I got paperwork, I got a paper trail, if it ain't in black, it's, it's, child support. it's wow. for the, it's for the support of the child, <laughs> so, not support so, of you, so, so I got a prepaid card, so and I can check, and I can track. Crab legs. And I, That's what you're saying? It's my money and I want it now. So your child should <laughs> eat crab legs. Oh, well, I mean, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying. <laughs> That's that. a good argument. I'm you're just saying, saying. I'm just it saying. It should only be stuff for the child. I'm just saying, if we're in this, look, I, you got to be able to, hey, what they tell you in boxing, protect yourself at all times. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing about smart guys. We always cover our ass in the words of the great American philosopher Tony Stark. No, but. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm just saying, be able to monitor. I'm just itemize the baby stuff. No, no, just in case you know. No, that's what what you're saying. Say what you're saying. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm rocking with you on this. Okay, so you, 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 I'm rocking with you. Sounded like an attack. That's probably why I said no. But no, so I'm rocking with you. So look, I can look. I, I'm, I'm seeing what's being spent. And you know, if it ever comes up, I can black and white right here. I have paperwork saying, "Hey." And again, being cerebral and listening to my like my brother right here talking about these horror stories, mm-hmm. it's kind of like, "Wow, I gotta have a contingency." <laughs> you, gotta, wow. you start to think about some of these different things. I mean, is that a bad idea? A prepaid car for child support. Yeah, what's wrong with that? What's look? I got my card right I mean, here. I, is there something wrong with that? So for somebody who has been paying child support. Uh-huh. You agree with the prepaidness? Okay. <laughs> Maybe that's the bitter me speaking. <laughs> that's the bitter me speaking. But I do, again, it goes back to I feel like child support should be regulated. I think that it should be standardized and regulated. I don't think that it should be, okay, your income plus my income and some kind of way, this is the balance and this is how much child support you have to pay. That's that's not fair. I ultimately I feel like two adults should be able to come to an agreement and an understanding of how much it is going to take to rear this child and split the baby for real, like split the baby. Okay, so how you say it was like earlier, you like okay, if the baby wasn't involved, you would still have to pay for whatever you need to pay for your lifestyle, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Okay, true. So 
as I'm gathering this with this prepaid cardness, because oh, as mothers, which is a great idea. You're welcome. <laughs> as mothers out there, <laughs> single mothers, mm-hmm. instead of getting a one bedroom, you have to get a two bedroom. Right. So yes, that money that you give supplements that extra for rent or whatever. Is this fifty dollars? That's justifiable. It's just fifty dollars. That's justifiable on paper. That's justifiable on paperwork, though. Fifty dollars. Yeah, it's just fifty dollars for an extra bedroom. It's one hundred and fifty dollars. No, 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 no. It's one hundred and fifty dollars. It is not no extra hundred. One hundred and fifty dollars. It's two hundred dollars. So I got two hundred dollars for you. Y'all ideas? No. I got two hundred dollars for you. I got two hundred dollars for you. Fifty to two hundred. However much it is to stipulate to offset, I got it. Living. But wait, let's talk about how I'm also paying because if you put me on child support, I mean, don't get don't don't get it twisted. I will pay this regardless of whether I was on child support or not. I'm going to pay put my child on my medical, my dental, my vision, all of those things. I want you to have access to that. Mm-hmm. So you think that should be taken away from the amount that you give for child support? Hell yeah, it's not fair because I could be paying $120 for my lonely ass <laughs> and have that only coming out my check. But now I got to pay $280 plus, oh, yeah, you have to pay the $20, $30 copay. But guess what? The bill coming when it comes back. The bill coming to me. So then I got to pay the bill because you're not about to sit down and have this conversation with me about let's pay half of this bill because it is our child. You ain't trying to hear that. What you going to say? He under your insurance. You pay the bill. Or she's under your insurance. You know what I'm saying? You're going to say pay the bill. So, yeah, I, I don't mind... And we're going to split the baby. We're going to split the baby. We're going to split the baby. But then I have an issue with child support because then it becomes, you know, the long arm of the law getting involved. And now they, it takes them about five months to start collecting from you. But let's say something happens and, you know, it's just it's just a lot. I, I hate child support. <laughs> and I'm trying not to... I feel you. I'm, I'm, I'm trying not to like, or I'm trying not to express and put all the dirty laundry on out there. But you, you got to speak. I mean, mother, how do you look at child support? <clears throat> okay, so I do get child support. However, and I didn't have to go through courts because, as mature adults, thank God for a woman like you. <laughs> Where are you? We need to control several of you. People are mature. You can sit down and be like, okay, the baby's coming. Like before Mason got here, I'm like, um, I only need you to pay daycare. Like, as long as you got that, I'm good. Everything else, I'll go ahead and, you know, whatever. So he paid for daycare. We put him in private school, which actually went up. Um, He paid for all that. So I didn't ask him for anything outside of what he was paying as far as daycare and school. I know he would give it to me if I asked him because sometimes I'd be like, hey, I need X, Y, Z for X, Y, Z. And he like, all right, no problem. He has him on his medical. He has him on his dental. Um, but I feel like if you're mature enough to sit down and have the conversation, if you're not coming from a bitter point right. of like, we not together no more, like, fuck him. Like, nah, I'm going to go ahead and take him for X, Y, Z. Then it should be an amicable Child support conversation. Right. Even um, after uh, the private school, when the money went down, I didn't mind because I'm like, my child still doesn't have to, you know, 
worry for nothing anyway. He has two parents, two incomes. So, like, between me and him, we're good. And then, um, I mean, I just... Christmas, holidays, I don't press him out about anything. Whatever he gives, he gives. He gives me weekly. If there's an extra week in the month, mm-hmm. he'd be like, hey, um, yeah, so you know it's a fifth Friday. And at first I was like, really? But then I was like, okay, I mean, I mean, right is right. We I need just, more like you. I, I mean, it would just be wrong to be like, like all right, so, let me just keep it. Child support scares the hell out of me, as I mentioned before. Um, usually when the conversation in relationships of kids has come up, we've had that discussion. Like, you know, we can do we can co-parent without child support. Um, I do understand that you can actually overpay. But I mean, I got mm-hmm. like 50 Cent was doing for his baby mama. And then she took him to court. Yeah. And she got undercut. Yeah, but, that was just the Yeah, best. so I understand that that He's can happen. being greedy at that point. Yeah, I understand that that can happen. Uh, but uh, so this, the conversation scares me. So uh, again, coming from my point of view, that's always a conversation that I have um, from the beginning. Like, hey, if we going to get it in, it's like, hey. <laughs> Don't take this black man to court. You know, we <laughs> keep it. I got to deal with another shit. I don't shit. like the whole taking the court thing either. Yeah. Because I'm like, if you get your driver's license taken away, that's not helping me. Right. Yeah. If you can't go to work, you have no way to get to work. Exactly. How am I going to get any money out of you? Yeah. Yeah. But if he don't pay, then then what's, what's the recourse if he doesn't pay? Okay. Now, if you don't pay. Hold on. Is this a court order? Did I miss that? Oh, not a court what? order, but your situation. No, I'll okay. Word it's them just out. A, I word, oh, that's what. Yeah, so that's yeah, that's I a beautiful situation. Gotcha. Yeah, that's a beautiful situation. That's a beautiful situation. I mean, situation. I didn't have to chase him down. Yeah. I did have the social just in case. Yeah, I knew where the grandma lived, situation. where the mama lived, yeah. just in case. Okay. That's a beautiful but, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Get that but, check. <laughs> but you know, I had always had in my head like uh, when I was little, and my mom would be like. Don't lay down with nobody you can't see yourself having kids with. So we'll always know, like, okay, if I'm going to choose to have this baby with somebody, it needs to be somebody who's responsible and somebody who I know is, like, reliable to me. I got to be honest as well. This sounds like a regional argument. We had career women here in the DMV who would be more than willing, <laughs> you know, that can work out that type of arrangement. I've met multiple women here in this area that have worked out type, that type of arrangement. You knock one of them chicks in Atlanta up. Uh, that's, <laughs> ooh, it's not happening. It's not regional though. It's not regional. It's not regional. I know I'm I know I'm generalizing here, but uh but I just personally it's uh I, I but I have met a few people here. Instagram, so they're gonna hit you for your pocket. Mm. Yeah. Oh the Shah. You seen that episode of the Shah with Emmett? Oh where they yeah. hashtag baby, baby daddy pay you Three baby mamas at like at like nineteen, right. twenty years old. Woo. That's why I should be standardized. All three of them get one hundred and fifty dollars a month. Mm. Then it's gonna push. It's gonna it's gonna push. It's gonna make you okay. Like, I cannot count on this. Right. I cannot count on this child support to live my life. I know people growing up had six kids and they put all six of their baby daddies on child support. And what did they do for a living? Mm. Go cash that check. Go get truck fits back in the day. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> get your fit. truck fit. And they went to Winn-Dixie back in the day. Shout out to Winn-Dixie. They went to Winn-Dixie and got all their food and their fixing so they could make their gumbo for the holidays so their kids could be fresh to death for Mardi Gras and they had food. But there was no freaking nothing behind them to say, okay, 
I'm getting all this money for my kids, right? Let me put some of this money up for a rainy day. Mm -hmm. Or let me do something productive with this money. Yeah. Only thing you were doing oh, with it was so paying your bills and furnishing your lifestyle. So for those that pay child support, do you get anything back during tax time? Hell no! <laughs> you can't even train them motherfuckers! And then if you ask, did you ask, you ask the father or the mother, whoever got the motherfucker, and they be like, are you fucking serious? <laughs> So then another conversation comes out of that. Now you didn't let my motherfucking blood boil. So now another conversation comes out of that. Okay, so child support and custody are not hand in hand. They're not hand in glove. It's two different things. So you got to pay the child support, but then you have to get, you got to set up to go get custody. And yeah, with the custody thing. So you're paying $600 for a child that may be, I don't know, California. <laughs> That you can't see, touch, smell, visit, nothing. Man. Then when you say, oh, for the holidays. The summer, the holidays. Then you say the holidays come, right? Mm -hmm. It's Thanksgiving. Okay, well, I don't see them at all. Can I have them for Thanksgiving? Well, my grandmother, she's having this big old thing for Thanksgiving. <laughs> so you can't come this year for Thanksgiving. So then you say, all right, I'll take the L. So that means, because we've made this agreement, right? That mm -hmm. if I have them for Thanksgiving, you have them for Christmas. Mm -hmm. Christmas come. You know, I got I got her ticket. Or I got his ticket. Oh well, you know we're going to see, Big Bear. Right. You know, right. so they can't come this year. That's right. So then the summertime come, right? Yeah. So then they're like, oh well, um, you know, little man is playing football this year. So you only got two two weeks that you can have him until camp start. But wait, did we have this agreement? Did we go to court yeah. and say that? Yeah. yeah. We get this, and then you go to court, and court be like, okay. Then you go to court and they be like, okay. Then you go to court and they be like, okay. Then you go to court and they be like, okay. So then your cup runneth over. So then you're like, fuck it. I don't have nothing to do with this kid. No, you shouldn't be that way. But as a person who feels like that you're, you're bending and you're bending and you're being flexible and you're trying to be understanding and then you tell yourself, okay, not this time. Wait next time. It's always the next holiday. And then the next mm -hmm. holiday come. And then the next holiday come. So, you know, where's the court for my man or where's the court for my girl who's really trying to be active in their kid's life mm -hmm. where's that oh man yeah that's that's I, we talk about that all the time nobody you know and it's, it's unfortunate that's why i just got to talk about this because it's kind of related to what we're talking about we, we, we were just having this conversation about how Nobody feels sorry for a man. That is true. You know what I mean? Nobody, society does not feel sorry for men. So Especially a black man. Especially a black man, you know. So and don't like, cry in court. Oh, don't cry in court. Ask me how I know. Ask me how I know. Don't cry. Take that L. When you cry, what happened? What the fuck you crying for? <laughs> at what point did you at what point at what point throughout, like, you know, with yours particular seed, did you know you were going to pay child support? Like, at what point did you know? Did she say, hey, I'm going to put you on child support, or you, you just like, got a letter in the mail? Full transparency. At, how old was I? 19. I was 19. My, this how, is this how much of a stand-up guy I am, you heard me? I was like, here's my social. Nola coming out. Here's my social. This is where my mother lives. This is where my sister lives because the mother of my child, my first one, was going back home to where she was from. And so I knew. With the baby. With the, she hadn't even had the baby yet. We were in the military. She hadn't even had the baby yet. So I knew. I cried like a baby. 
because I knew her leaving where we were, I was not going to have a say or mm. be active in this child's life. I cried like a baby. Military. Put, yeah, make sure I cried like a baby. Down. The night she left, yeah. I cried like a baby in front of her. It was, uh, I was, shout out to my nine North Dakota. It was fucking <laughs> 30 degrees. I was walking back to my room, tears frozen to my face, crying because I Air knew. Force. Air Force. I knew that this was going to be the beginning of the bane of my existence. Damn. I knew. So, I knew with her. It was going to be a child support thing. And and honestly, I was okay with that. Because in my mind, I was like, you know what? If child support is what I have to, to do to, to show my son or daughter, whoever it was at the time, that I was going to be financially responsible, then that was a sacrifice. Not a sacrifice, but that was that was the calling. That's what I was going to do. Because I couldn't be there. So what else can I do? Here's my money. Because I couldn't be there. So at nineteen break. years old, I was uh, losing my virginity around that time. I know it was a little well, late. late. It was a little late. 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 I was a late bloomer. <laughs> and it's wrong though. I think that, you know, and shout out to my first because she got me in the habit of wearing condoms regularly. She did not play around. So I think that it's important to teach young men, all you young men out there, that is correct. make sure you get in the habit Woo. of wearing condoms if you're going to be having sex early on. I don't on. want my sons to know what it feels like without it. Do not take that condom off early. Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. And the pull-out method, it takes time to build that. <laughs> That's like OG status. That it takes time. You can't control that. Muscle you can't like control that. that. You gotta get up in your thirties for that. Yeah, that's not what you could just do. No, it ain't for the faint of No, it looks easy in the porns, but it's not that easy. It's not that easy. It's not that easy. Let go. They on pills. That's on the subject. Yeah, yeah. You just like you just like yeah. Reckless abandoned at that age. So takes one. The use of condoms is definitely I promote it heavily if you're going to be having sex at a young age. But shout out to my parents also for scaring me away from like the even idea of having a baby because they were like yeah you have a kid you're gonna you gonna <laughs> you're gone like my parents i was scared of my parents i had that type of relationship with my parents i think that you kind of have to maintain uh, a healthy i mean we get into this shit now where people want to be friends with their kids and all that right. no nah, my father was like no nah, i ain't playing that shit we can be friendly, yeah, but we will never be friends. Yeah, I'm your I father. am your father. Yeah. I am not your yeah. motherfucking friend. Yeah, you can forget that yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, for real. So scare them early. Scare them early. early. Scare them early. Moral of the story: <laughs> Scare them early and often. And often. Tell your son. My dad told me um, I was blessed to have a conversation with my mother and father and my grandmother the night, two nights before I left to go to the military. My mom and dad had a tumultuous marriage, and I was able to have a conversation with them about the birds and the bees. My grandmother was the mediator. She was like, Ricky, ask any question that you need to ask your parents right now. How old were you? I was 18. We were in the Magnolia Project. That's late. We were in the Magnolia Project, and this was the first time my mom and dad were occupying the same space at the same time for longer than two minutes. (laughs) And my grandmother, we was at my grandmother's house in the project, and my grandmother was like, yo, y'all need to sit down and listen to this this man talk and answer every question that he has. And they did. 
And my, my dad, the last thing he told me was, Ricky, um, his namesake, Ricky, don't have any kids. Mm. And I was like, what? What do you mean? Don't have kids. But at that point, I didn't like kids. I mean, <laughs> I love my nieces and nephews, but I didn't like kids at all. So I didn't think subconsciously that I was, my mom even said that I didn't think you were going to be the one to have kids. And I was like, okay, I'm not. So you were young my, too. Yeah. My dad was like, don't have kids. I was like, oh, okay. And if I should have listened to anything that that man has ever told me, that should have been it. But it should have been don't have kids. It should have been don't have kids until you're ready mentally. And choose and choose carefully because you know you're mentally ready. Just think about the caliber of people that you the caliber of people that you cycle through that you deal with. You know those people. You know if, if, if you're just having sex with a man or a woman because they look good. Or you're having sex with a man or a woman because they dress fly. Typical things that 19, 18, 20, 21-year-olds do. Right. You know what I'm saying? You like know you that. Now. I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. Things don't change. Right. I mean, we're very superficial. And then, you know, we're, okay, she's well endowed. <laughs> yeah, I'm on her. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So, and... Women, however y'all rate dudes, his sneakers, his hair, how he dance, whatever y'all put in y'all mind, and y'all want that. So I mean, but the mental part doesn't come till later. That doesn't really click until you get older. That's why you should be wearing condoms. Condoms. True, and you shouldn't have the conversation of sex at eighteen. It should be earlier than that. We know we have kids nowadays. We had the conversation about sex long before then. So what's the age that you should talk about it? I had the conversation with my kids about sex at 11 and 12. I still, I think that's too late now. What age you think? Um, I think that uh, around the age of 15, this is like a pretty decent Whoa. age. You're a late bloomer. That's no, that's hell yeah. Nice. You think about these kids now, you need to talk to them at 8. Oh, yeah, that's probably pretty true. Uh, eight is Clearly, a good I don't age. know shit about kids. So I don't have them. So. 8 well, is a good age. Well, let me tell you. That's Damn. the age that I started talking to Mason about Damn. sex. Damn. And actually it. around 5. I started talking about like the body parts and all yeah. that other kind of stuff. But definitely by eight, these kids are, I mean, they have so much access to like everything. Yeah. And they- oh, when I got familiar, yo, you would have thought that I had HIV. Because <laughs> I was crying like, oh my God. Did you, I'm did you, did die. you, did you contact, you know, your, your partner? And tell yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. You got that A lot right. of people don't. You got them right. A lot of people don't. Just mosey on. Yeah. You got them right because at that point in my life, and still to this day, you know, I'm trusting. If I give you my body, I'm trusting you with my body. So if something happens, I'm coming straight to you. I'm not embarrassed. (laughs) Like I had this before, so and and I I ain't gonna come at you on no rah rah shit. Like you know, I'm gonna come at you with a bleeding open heart, like. He said bleeding. You right. like, I got chlamydia. Um, we were together. Uh, it happened. You need to get checked. You're going to have that same energy if it was something more detrimental. Yeah. And this is why I look at life. I look at life differently. I'm giving you my body. So if I'm giving you my body, I'm willing to accept anything that comes. I'm not giving you a free pass to hurt me, harm me, or give me anything that I didn't come into this relationship with. But 
that's a that's that's a chance you're willing to take. You have to be if you're going to be giving people your body, you have to be willing to accept responsibility for the good and the bad that could come out of it. I'm not giving anyone a free pass. I'm not. Speaking, so don't think that. Speaking on the subject of trust, mm-hmm. how do you guys feel about joint accounts? I know it's completely unrelated. I know, I know. It's, it's, it's left field. Boom. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm, I know, I know, I know. I know. To join account. But that's, well, that's <laughs> it has to do with trust. <laughs> wait, my man is about to move into this yes, world, look. in this brave world. So he wants to get all the information and the knowledge that he I'm can. I'm just curious as an adult. You know how people feel. Well, let me tell you. I still have my own. Let me tell you like this. There you go. We can have a joint account, baby. That's for the bills. Mm -hmm. But we gonna have separate checking and savings. (laughs) Because I don't want you to be keeping tabs on how much money I'm taking out of the joint account because I like to buy vinyls. Okay. So you gonna be looking at every time I go on Amazon or I go to one of these (laughs) mom and pop shops, dude. You didn't spend three hundred dollars on vinyls. Right. You got that right. Yeah, Final, I mean, finals are dope. You got that right, I did. So with my own checking account, I ain't gotta worry about the purse strings. Gotcha. I can match that whole out. Clocking what I get. Right, my, my, my motherfucking minute. It's like, why are you part, going to Sephora and Nordstrom? Yeah, your partner see that child like, support get the dunk. Like, oh, 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 no money. <laughs> I'm gonna have to back up. Okay, well, they're, not gonna, they're not gonna see that off the board because child support is like air. That shit is in there and it's taken away. You don't even know where it's coming from. That's you don't hilarious. even see it. Uh, so would you hilarious. feel some type of way um, if y'all had y'all stuff in a joint account and then the child, you see like a child support coming out? Yeah, I'm gonna feel some type of way. You ain't gonna see that. You're not gonna see that. I'm just saying. I'm Cause I ain't no. Cause I'm, I gotta get penalized for your decisions for me. And you know what? That's a good. That's a good thing. That's trifling. That's a good. That's a trifling. That's trifling. Because whoever you get with, if they have a kid, that's a package deal, right? Now, see, I agree with both of y'all as a person who's been in a relationship and and having child support come out of his check religiously, like a lot of freaking money. That's one of the reasons why I like I kind of didn't want to be in a relationship and I didn't get married or remarried is because I don't want the person that I'm with to be an innocent bystander mm. and have their funds. It's called baggage. Taken away. <laughs> yeah. Taken away because we're in a relationship because we're married right. now and you gotta you gotta take all my bills. Yeah, I get it, it's a package deal, but you don't deserve that. Whatever, because there's vindictive men and there's vindictive women. Oh. You got a wife now? Oh, you got a husband? That's more money. I'm going back because they will re-up. And they will go a a year from then and be like, you know what? I need more money. And what you have to do when you do child support, that's why this shit should be standardized and regulated. You have to do... uh, I'm all the way back full circle. (laughs) You have to do that income verification sheet. Everybody that lives in your house. But you can file separately. You can be married and file separately. You can be married and file separately, but the court ain't trying to hear that. You married, y'all? Oh, y'all live in the same house? Y'all just bought a house together? Y'all just bought a house together? (laughs) Oh, so that means you guys are cumulative. I got too many people in my business right now. (laughs) I got the the baby dad in my damn business. Mm You know, I got, uh, I got, you know, I got the, the court system in my business. It's just too much going on. It's too much. And then if you live in the Commonwealth. 
of oh, Virginia. Oh, now I got the state of money. Give me all that money. <laughs> oh, Give me all that money. Give me all that money. Then the bad thing about child support, yo, feel me, yo. I did not want to work overtime. Because all that shit gets factored into your oh, child support. And like, say, okay, yeah, I make $2,000 a month. My child support is $1,000 a month, right? My bills, my 1500. rent is $1,500. i am already 500 in the hole. Mm. I still got to eat. I still got to pay my car note. I still got to pay insurance. I still got to pay for my other child that had nothing to do with this child. Oh, but child support ain't trying to hear that. Man. So what you do? You know what? I'm a man. I'm about to make up the, the, the losses. I'm about to go and work overtime every day to make up this loss. Get a second job and everything. Second job and all. <laughs> Guess what? Here he come or here she come. Ooh. I need some more money. That like Want to know why? And then let your kid like be about eight or nine years old. And oh, yeah. they, tell your mom, they tell their mom or their dad, oh, daddy or mommy just got a new job because she or he said they're not making enough money. And he or she, the other one will be like, oh, really? You ain't making enough? Well, let's go down to the court. I need an extra five hundred dollars because well, the child is in the after they so, can. The so there the has to be ways to protect. There has to be ways to protect your money from child support. Like I've heard of different uh, people coming up with different ways, like creating corporations and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> Might create a blind trust, put some money in that shit. Like I've heard about people not being able to protect their money. Uh-huh. Don't I mean, y'all listen to James. They are going to get your ass. The Commonwealth don't care. I'm a new oh DC resident, so I can't tell you how DC oh rock. But the Commonwealth will get your ass. Damn. They hold no prisoners, no mercy. So again, going back full circle as to why I feel. Child support should be standardized and regulated. I agree with that. It should be. You're right. You might have a point there. It should be. I don't know about that prepaid car shit. But whoa, whoa, whoa. The prepaid that, car that, is a that, great that's, idea. That's just, that's just a person feeling some type of way, and they want to make sure that you're spending the money how you should be spending. But let's break it down, though. going to my kid. That's all. I mean, I if, I'm, if I'm paying I child support, if I'm paying child support, and that money that I'm paying should go to, to go to, to the kid. That's all. There's nothing wrong with that. But what see, is wrong with that? A prepaid card, though. Go ahead, mama. You know, a prepaid card. Because, you know, saying. after a certain age, the shoe size if, goes up. If my baby mama's working at IHOP and she got red bottoms, <laughs> I'm just going to make it. I'm some type of way. But she also needs a new car because that's reliable to get the child around. Then uh, that's something that's justifiable, though. That's well, something that's justifiable. She need to work some overtime. She need to work some overtime so that she can get around. She need to work some overtime. I said reliable car. She needs to work some overtime so she can get a reliable. How car. she want to work overtime if she got to be taking care of the kid? It's a. It's this is our you know, kid. This after, is our after kid. kid. After six thirty, you got pay. You know, aftercare, before care, all that other good stuff. I'm here. I live. In, I live in Virginia with you, baby. What time you want me to go pick him up? I got them on Monday, Tuesday. <laughs> you get a Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. We flip a coin. But if you oh work overtime God. too for the other child, now what? My child come first. I mean, sometimes oh, I, we, go. we gotta make we gotta have this agreement, I right? I still need a reliable car. You still gotta work for it though. <laughs> You got work for it. Don't 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 count on my money to help you get along. Not if I got a prepaid car. Well, maybe I can't. well maybe we can work something out as far as the car is concerned. We can work some type of arrangement out if you need an upgrade. But they're still gonna so, have that damn so car. You, <laughs> but you know that you know that's a good idea 
yeah. going to war, standardizing and regulating yeah. child support. Yeah. Because if, no offense, if a man or a woman had to account for every purchase on that car, That's what I'm saying. Do you think people change. want to get? Do you think people want to get child support? Man, they'll be like, that's like doing your taxes. You have to hold on to every receipt <laughs> because every year you have to be in fear of what did I spend this money on? Yeah, you with this new man and y'all going out to Ruth Chris. <laughs> My car better not show up on that damn dinner. <laughs> I better not scroll on yeah. IG and see your ass in yeah. the Bahamas talking about thank you for the child support. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> My car better not pop up on none of those excursions that you take in. The court ain't gonna do nothing. My my kid wasn't there. My kid ain't got nothing to do with you and him riding four wheelers. Hell no. I'm sorry. I'm I'm, I'm bitter right now. I'm bitter. Oh, it's all good. I'm I'm 19 years of child support. I'm bitter. Oh man. No, No, he's smart. (laughs) That prepaid card ain't smart. No. I'm not for the prepaid card. You know what? It's like politicians, they be sitting up there and they talk about all these ideas and some of this, like um, Kamala Harris, the whole school day thing, 8 to 6.30. Now, Uh, yeah, that's a bit much. She, I get the intent and the purpose. It's just an idea so that we can work around it. Like, uh, what, the Obamacare? It, It was full of holes and full of you know, misguided things. It was just an idea. Mm-hmm. We can actually chisel and work it and make it sexy. Mm-hmm. His prepaid child support thing. Yes, it's it's kind of, it's out there, but it's something that we could drill in, chisel, and make it a good idea. Uh, okay. All right. It doesn't have to be that rigid or it doesn't have to be that, but it still goes back to standardizing and regulating <laughs> I can go with the standardization part. I can go for that, but um, yeah, so 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 is April. Is she? Oh man, that was sucking for you, Marion. Is she getting seven? Is whatever, she getting the child support? And then with little oh, see, okay, I got so many things to say. Little <laughs> Fizz, you're a fuckboy. Bottom line, yeah, he was, he was yeah, you're a fuckboy, dude. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, he, I think Why? he wrote. Why? Because the thing is, I have I've always had a cold, and and this is the reason why you have to surround yourself around people who ha- also have a cold. I roll people to have a certain code of conduct. My boys know that they're like, if I'm, you should be able to leave a girl around your boys. You should be able to exactly. If I can't trust and you with that, versa. maybe may, you know what I'm saying. If I can't trust you with something as small as that, maybe you know who knows. Like mm-hmm. shit, we get into a scar. Mufasa situation, you might just let me push, push me off the damn cliff. But wait, you bro. wanted my life the whole time. But wait, y'all, wait. You know y'all. what I mean? How do y'all figure they it's were best too friends? Many, How do y'all figure they were friends? They was in a group together. That don't mean that they were friends. Man. That don't he, mean that they were friends. Even if you was in You got a point there, but I just think that I just personally have a cold that, like, for me, and they had to be. They, they grew okay, together. Okay, so they I got one for you. I got one for you. I got a good one for you, okay. right? Yeah. So, people that don't know, they will assume that we are friends, right? Mm-hmm. Right? You know where I'm about to go with this, right? You know where I'm about to go with this, right? Oh, my God. Okay, All right, then. So you cannot say that they shouldn't have a relationship. Or they shouldn't they That's shouldn't. Different. They shouldn't That's rock. different because they knew each other long before they knew April. Exactly. They knew each other as teenagers. They knew it. April didn't come in the picture until well after the B2K. Exactly. But, like, 
Let's give April's story some, uh, some no. let's validate it. No. Let's give it no. some validity. Let's give it some validity. Can't okay, okay y'all can't. And and, and 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 it's truly and if if it was like that, like I you know, I mean if it was truly about I personally think that it has a lot to get back at Omarion for whatever he did to Oh him. man. Oh absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Why why don't you remove him from the picture? They always bring him up, like or taking little digs at him, you know what I mean? If it was truly about love, why is he even being mentioned? Because they brought her on an interview to talk about Amaria, so you can't get around it. I can't co-sign the fuckery, man. You can't. You can't get around it. I don't think that it's just messy and trifling. I don't think that she should miss her man because he used to be in a group with Omaria. I don't think that he should miss his woman because she's the baby mama of Omaria. Think about how many baby mamas there is. Think about how many baby daddies there is. Think about how many people y'all didn't cycle through. I didn't cycle through. Does that mean that we shouldn't deal? We shouldn't deal with no, these people? No, if we have a personal relationship with one another, that's a completely different. If we have we if if you're somebody who I, who's in my inner circle with, with for my boys, it's like, okay, your sisters are off limits and cousins, unless I'm gonna like be serious and potentially try to marry him, because I don't want it to come in between our relationship. Mm-hmm. You know? And then also mm-hmm. with your, your your girl, I don't want to deal with it. So, as a little bit y'all don't know about me, all right? I, I come from the streets, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Not just like coming from the streets, mm-hmm. I was in the streets, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I come from com- cut from a completely different cloth, similar to with the mafia. Not compare myself to being mafioso, but with the mafia, <laughs> they had lived by a, they also live by a code. If mm-hmm. you mess with a man's wife, they'll kill you for that. Uh, yeah. You can't mess up this thing of ours. Mm-hmm. We got shit bigger going on that can completely ruin. We're talking yeah, about when you get emotions and all that. We're talking about running to it. Exactly. Especially if you're a part of like any type of enterprise or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So now it's that's just kind of like, you know, the cloth that I come from. So when but you were in not, the streets, you met some my girl or something? Well, again, that's it. No, I did not. <laughs> so, I did not. What's, what's, well, so, so what's I had, the code? So I had a good, the code is, the code is this. The code is to like, basically for me and for, for, the, for the guys that, that I know and that are some of my closest friends. We don't mess with each other's girls. Even if you talk to another girl, I don't want nothing to do with her. I'm cool because I don't need that coming in between me and you. What me and you got is a lot bigger than. So, because because there's because no, no, I'm not because, I, because I let me finish this. Let me finish this point. Because because men talk one way to you and then they talk another way when they're around their lady. Mm-hmm. You know this as a woman. Mm-hmm. So guys will say shit like, "Remember Mace had it on that album back in the day, that Harlem World album." But mm-hmm. guys will say, oh, I'm good. Like, you know, oh, I'm straight. I don't care about exactly. hair. But then, like, in reality, they secretly holding, you know, a grudge mm-hmm. about something. You know what I mean? And, like, you know, and it's kind of, it's causing friction between us. You know, so I just I just always tried to, like, I never just went that route. So That's just, I, like, a bitch-ass move for me. My question. So what's the pocket? And what I mean by the pocket is, so <laughs> with your boys, right? Like your homeboys, people that you rock with real hard, real tough. You cannot date anyone that they ever mess with, right? Too many women in the world. So, we so all have friend, we all have women, you know. Okay. So what <laughs> about like too many? So this other this outside pocket, right? Friends of your friends, right? Can you date any of their people? Friends of friends? Yeah. Friend, your your homeboy, his homeboy. So I'm specifically talking about people that are close to me. I'm perceiving no, I'm, them I'm, to be close. Like I'm rocking like, with you. I'm rocking yeah. with you. Now, friends of friends, you know, that's starting to get into a little bit of gray area. Like, like if we don't, cousin. if we don't have like a, a relationship like that, where we're not like really cool. Okay, like that. Okay, so I'm still going. I'm still know? going. So that's 
this pocket, there's this pocket, then we're going to put the business pocket on the outside, right? You're not friends. You're not friends. You just have a business together. They were friends. They were young. They were Why are you still trying to perpetuate this argument? They were. <laughs> I'm asking you about people that are in business they got together. The interviews and all that backing together. They, they was all they all they all grew up together. Yeah, I mean, Come you on. had to be have some type of friendship. They had a friendship as teenagers, and they maybe fell out as they got older. All over the world together. And grew well, up let together. me tell. Let me tell. I'm speaking to us. And here's the hold up. We ain't made million dollars also, yet. Here's the thing. We ain't in the we in the group, and we ain't make million dollars yet, right? So. It's a different world when you're in that that realm and then you're in that space. You know that you have to keep a front because why? You don't want to mess up that money, right? It's money involved. So we again, I feel we're not friends. We're just partners in business. Mm-hmm. So we have to keep this front going. When we go when we go do interviews, we're talking about how we're tight and we're cool and we hang out at each other's houses. We don't probably don't ever see each other until it's time to do our dress rehearsals right before the gig or we're practicing on our dance moves because we're in an R&B group. We're doing these things because we are contractly bound. We have to do these things together. So you mean to tell me. My contract. All of the women. These, we're talking about the screen tours. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bro, that's screen multiple tours. screen tours. <laughs> you mean to tell me at all. And the tour they just those had. those women. And everybody all. grown now. We we are part of a group at all. We we doing screen tours. How many screen tours was it? It was a it was a it few. Was at least three or four. At all, all of those women, I go after your. This is twenty years later. No, 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 this that, twenty years later. What I'm exaggerating, but it's right. ten. It's ten years later. And then think about something else, yo. Everybody in that kind world of respect, dates everybody. That's true. Everybody. That's true. What kind of respect did I have for you in the first place? If I do something like that, like what kind of what does that say? You know, and I understand people that are strangers if coming together. With your life, why you know, you care? If you moved on with your life and you're doing what you're doing, why do you care about who in my bed or who who bed she's in? Why do you care? Life is too short for you to be focusing on. Oh, we were friends or we were business associates. And now. You date my 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 homegirl. So or you date the, my, my dude. The Matt Barnes, the Matt Barnes, Derek Fisher situation was very similar. It was. Uh, okay. You ain't co-signing Derek and that Fisher. That was more business like because that was what that his was, coach or something. That was that was his coach, and they were boys. They played on the same team at one point. And but that the, was striking. The, the yeah, he was fucking with her. Was like, no. <laughs> yeah, that was striking. My man called up Gilbert Arenas on the way there, like, "Hey, bro, I'm gonna need you to bail me out of jail. I'm probably going to jail tonight. I just <laughs> right. need you to bail me out on the way while he was there." But I, I, I just mean, personally, not to I sound just like personally, a and yeah. So you, you said it again. I was about no, I was about to say not to sound like a hypocrite, but no, that Derek Fisher and um, so you co-signed Matt one, Burns, not co-signing the other. I'm not co-signing either. My my, <laughs> whole, my whole thing is this: Why are you concerned about? Okay, so now Derek Fisher and Matt Barnes, their whole situation. Okay, they were players on the same team, coaching whatever. It's it's liable. It's it's easy, not liable. It's easy for me to say that they may have had a close relationship. They did. They not to have. Not to sound like a hypocrite. Mm-hmm. They may have had a close relationship. I just all like, the women that come to them games for that. Yeah, but again, yo, they <laughs> all sleep with the same people. I also I just think well for that particular situation. I'm not sure what happened with Fizz and Marion, but. You got to come to me as a man. If you come and to I me see, as a man, and that's what I was about to get to too. You come bro. to me. That's as what I was about to get to that point as well. If we were friends, and for some twist of fate, 
the universe willed you two together, come to me so that I can deal with I it and process it better. I agree because with that. yeah, I'm gonna be mad about it. Yeah. But then it'll be easier for me to process and respect you because you came to me like a man, hey, I love you, girl. But clearly the way I little fish I think that they announced their stuff on Instagram. Right. I don't even think that shit <laughs> real because it's so I, love and hip hop, they have to stay relevant. So they're gonna do what they gotta do to stay relevant. I think they have a storyline. They gotta have a storyline some kind of way. I ain't mad at you for trying to get a check. Right. I'm cool. But don't use me. Or if you're gonna use me, make sure you cut me a check. I think I just I think I'm just the type of man that's coming from a different code of morals and ethics, principles, everything together where I just don't roll like that. Where I'm from, people get killed for shit like that every day. People get found in trash cans and stuff. It's just, uh, it's, just it's like a form of disrespect. It's a it's a form, form of disrespect, disrespect, but there's no loyalty in the streets. As much that as we want to talk about how loyal we are in the street, it is no loyalty. It is me over you every day of your life. <laughs> Not my life, every day of your life. It's me over you. And there, especially nowadays. Oh, so, 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 so as far as the streets is concerned, there's always an adversarial aspect. But the people that are close to you, you know, of course, there is that risk. But you do, you do have to have a degree of trust amongst the people that you're with. You know, um, the people that are part of whatever crew you have rolling. You know what right. I mean? Now, again, there's always that adversarial aspect and potential uh, of them turning on you. But, you know, you have to be able to trust the people that are close to you. So you can defend yourself against the obvious adversaries, but you know you always have people to backstab you. But I think I mean, that it happens. Yeah, yeah, it happens. So you shouldn't have trifling friends, and you shouldn't have trifling mates. But you can't. My man you should be able to go can't. pick up my best friend, and I know, like, all right. Yeah, like, like I need to be, like I should be able to, like you should be able to trust me with your best friend, mm-hmm. so we can go pick a ring out for you. You see what I'm saying? Look at you. Yeah, you like that. Mm, five and a half, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> I should be able to go. We <laughs> should be able to go pick out. I should, you know, you should be able to trust me with that. Like, hey, like your best friend flying in, I got her. You know, it should, right. it should, it should just be that or, degree of trust. Know, yeah, yeah. Whatever. It just makes things a lot smoother. Like, cause because we're creating, mm-hmm. we're creating a community. I trust you around my kids. You trust me around yours. You know, uh, what have you? You keep creating that community. You know, it's all ultimately for the community. <laughs> Absolutely, it's all for the community. It's all for the community. Oh, the community. Yeah, yeah. So, um, let's give a shout out to our favorite restaurant. Pick a restaurant, a place that you frequent here mm-hmm. in the DMV. The DMV does not include Richmond. The DMV does not include Baltimore. The DMV <laughs> is anything that. That's within a 15 mile radius outside of, of the beltway. Outside of 495. <laughs> uh, outliers are Bowie, <laughs> 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 <Up in Marlboro. laughs> uh, with Fredericksburg. Let's let's go around this beltway. Uh, Fredericksburg DMV. We'll give Fredericksburg that. That's the southernmost part of the DMV. That's that's yeah, way that's, past that's 15 miles of 495. Yeah. But that's where that's where we're going to end it. Okay, I was going to say Stafford. I was going to say stop. I mean, Fredericksburg about the same. Yeah. It's just, it's just like the exit. Uh, is the exit yeah. But that's seven miles away. Fredericksburg is fair. So I'm going to shout out this week. I'm going to shout out New Vegan. New Vegan is mm. there's one in, on Georgia Avenue. There's yes. one in uh, College Park. Uh, Room uh, 1. No, Baltimore Avenue. Vegan fan. But New Vegan to yeah. change your life. You go there. There's this curry chicken-ish type deal. The mac and cheese. 
Then there's the uh, wine, red wine kale. Uh, there's these these chicken drummy type things, all made in the image of chicken, Ew, but it's not fake chicken. Meat. Fake meat is good though. Ugh. New vegan is soul food. It's like it's, it's soul food vegan. That's a good spot. Sounds so tryable. That's that's one place that I I frequent a lot. Tryable. Break a check though, because it's serious. Um. <laughs> um, only because I'm slightly hungry and uh, I really thought about this place earlier, but um, B claws. B Clouds. You no, know, it's one of my favorite spots. Used to be in Wheaton, Wheaton, Wheaton. How you say it? Wheaton. Is Wheaton DMV? Yeah, that's yeah, that's 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 right outside the Beltway. So uh, no, but they in Highsville now though. But um, yeah, B Claws. Um, I like their location. Isn't Wheaton better? It just why? felt because it just felt it felt less commercial. It felt it felt like a restaurant that if I lived in the area, I would go frequent. every day. Yeah. Uh, Okay. Yeah, so, it's around um what's that? Um shoot. It's by um, PG PG, PG, PG Mall. PG Plaza? Yeah. PG Plaza. By Carolina Kitchen um, and all that. Yeah. New Orleans inspired. Because you know I like my trio. What's and the trio? The crab dip is good. What's the trio? Um the shrimp etouffee, the gumbo, and what's the other one? Jambalaya. Jambalaya, yeah. 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 Those are my three faves anyway. I like their yeah. uh, I like their their faux. Some people call it faux, some people call it fa. Faux fa. I like the faux fa. <laughs> the seafood faux fa. Not the ramen, but the faux. Yeah, let me go back to Pete Claws again. I'd have to go with um the place that I frequent the most, especially when I have out of town visitors that come in and they want to see me. Um I'd have to go with Ben's next door. Um, yeah, A Street. Uh, that's actually uh, U Street. Oh, oh okay. That one. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ben's next door. You talking about Ben's up? I'm talking about yeah. The Ben's next door. Ben's, is the next Ben's door to Ben's Street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the Ben's franchise. Period. But I really like the Ben's next door. I think that they have a. So with me, I'm all about ambiance. I love ambiance. I'll take the ambiance of a restaurant being a ten, even if the food is like a six potentially. You know, and six ain't bad. Six is not to too bad. But so I love ambiance. I think that they have a very nice ambiance and then all of the surrounding restaurants and areas around it. It's just really good. Really touristy. It's a really good touristy go to. Um, that's the place that I probably frequent the most. If I'm just driving into DC and I just want to go there and I want to get something to eat, and I'm what like, you hmm, what do I want to go? It's just like if I, if I, that's my default. And what's I your dish? Go there. Uh, I got. Contrary to my brother right here, because we need to be promoting health within the community. Shout out to New Vegan, but I'd have to say the hash smoke. That's very DC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That hash smoke is like so good. Now, you know, that'll start that's a war a about a whole conversation. Yeah. That's a whole nother conversation. Oh, that's like talking about who has the best mambo, mambo sauce, sauce. Mm. in DC. Yeah. That's a, that's yeah, a whole mambo sauce. You can get a little. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the mambo sauce is serious. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I looked real stupid when I went to Texas and for I sauce. asked for mumble sauce. Mm. And my brother was like, uh, that Remind me that no, time we was in, home. Remember mm. when we was in Puerto Rico? No, I don't. Oh, so <laughs> you didn't want to tell the people what happened when we was in Puerto Rico? <laughs> what you asked the people for Puerto Rico? Uh, well, you asked for mumble sauce. I got some salsa. Dude like, said, No, right. we don't have any Mexican salsa. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not a walking globe, okay? Uh well now you are so <laughs> he didn't learn me he learned you real quick so yeah. I have okay so 
as far as music music is concerned, you know, um, I'm a snob when it comes to music. I like to stick to my 90s and my 2000s and my 80s, and I'm even in the 70s type of group right now. Oh, according so, to my iTunes, what's that thing everybody to, pulling up? The thing? Google Play thingy? Mm-hmm. The Google Play that folks pulling up of like what they didn't listen to all year round or something like that. If y'all on know. Instagram, you'll see Google it. has your life. I'm an old yeah, head. I don't, I don't know nothing about that. But You're going to have to tell me about that. The Google Replay. That's what it's called. Google Replay on like iTunes and all that. Not iTunes, but like Apple Music. Yeah. Um, if you see people posting it, um, it will show what you have been listening to like pretty much all year. Mm-hmm. And so I've listened to 79 different artists so far this year. And my current favorites, one, two, three, four, my top faves, Brian McKnight, Wale, Meg Thee Stallion, R. Kelly, and Drake. How do you get to that? On your Apple Music. Apple Music? Okay, so yeah. okay. run this back for the people one more time. Apple, you go to your you Apple go Music. Your Apple Music, okay. then you go to your browse. Your browse, okay. And then um, it'll pull up right there. Okay. Oh. And it'll tell you who you've been listening to. Shout like out to Sprint because I can't get a signal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> well, I got one bar. As well, so, oh, boy. But yeah, I have an array of folks that I listen to. So, but I want to know. Jodeci, Phyllis Hyman, her switch. Not Joe. Wait, 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 wait. Sir, that was listen, a great album, Chasing listen, the Summers. Mm-hmm. Listen, mm-hmm. sir. Okay, mm-hmm. I want to know of the 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 new the new wave. Who you rocking with? But wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Um, I stumbled upon the Country Music Awards, and I could not stop watching it. Them people was singing their face off. Dan plus Shay, I believe. Dan plus Shay. Yes. That is two it's two guys, two country guys. And that dude was singing his face off. Country music to me, I tweeted about it. Country music is like the new R&B. It's R&B with a twang. And it is so and it was so many black artists and songwriters. None of them didn't perform. Mm. Country music awards. Was oh, maybe in? I missed it. Was K. Michelle in? You know, I don't know. Maybe it. I missed it. But <laughs> maybe I missed it. Y'all tell me. Y'all give me right. But yeah, I think that that was some good music. So I'm trying to ask you guys about these these new young artists that's coming out. Who you listening to? Since we're gonna know the young ones, please um, don't go with the 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 uh, the the, the uh, what's the word I'm trying to say? The obvious pick. Go ahead. Who's the obvious pick? Go ahead and say it. I'm gonna tell you if it was obvious. Summer Walker. Oh, that's where he was going. I knew that's where he was going. I knew that's where he was going. Why is that? Because I'm a female. No, because she's been in the. She's been in the. Um, she's been on the blogs because of she's having an issue trying to, you know, the social anxiety. The social anxiety. I, she's having it. an issue. That's because there's no there there's there are no more A and R's to help these young artists mm-hmm. navigate. And you figure now we have more access to artists. Mm-hmm. It shows you do meet and greets. I ain't had no meet and greet when I went to um, Cash Money and them joint in 99. I ain't had no meet and greet when I went to the Bad Boy joint in 97. We have all that. But now you got meet and greets because people want to, you know, sell merch and all that other kind of stuff. And then you had to come off as being a personable one. But, um, and I know a lot of people be like, oh, well, this is what she signed up for, blah, blah. I mean. That's too much too soon. That's. That's just a lot for anybody, though. That's too much to like, for her. You do take on a lot of energy 
with a big crowd. Mm-hmm. You performed in front of big crowds, yeah, and then definitely. afterwards you got the smile and chat and all this other kind of stuff. When you really just probably want to get back on the bus and put your hoodie on and go to sleep or whatever. Like you just need that time to self. Decompress. But I mean, she does have a good album. She, she does really, put out good music. She does. I really like her. Yes, her is dope. Her is dope. Her 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 sound is very um Alicia Keys. You think so? That's a, that was her mentor. And it's very good. I'm not wait, she played the guitar on one of them award shows. Yeah. I was like, yeah, that's why I rock with you. Mm-hmm. If you're like if you're winding down, it's like the perfect type of uh she sets the mood so nice. Like mm-hmm. uh, yeah. um yeah, it's like uh, I really like her. I really like her stuff. I actually went to the uh, Roots picnic this summer, and oh, she yeah. I killed it that. there. Yeah, you really, that 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 the Roots picnic was dope. It was dope. Well, oh, don't worry. Yeah, uh, that's your thing. Forty yeah. weekends to forty. Yeah, I'm doing everything this year. And then I wanted to go to Afro Punk. So low, I don't care. Oh, sorry. Oh no, it's okay. No, no. And then I wanted to go. To, I was supposed to go to Afro Punk in, in Brooklyn, which was back in August. Nice. You want to do that too? I to do that too. Yeah, that was yeah yeah. So. This, I actually went to a couple of festivals this summer and picnics. It was really nice. Yeah, you don't like them? Mm-hmm. Too many people. Now I'm not gonna lie. At the, the Roots picnic, yeah. At the Roots picnic, the fuse box blew. It sounded like gunshots. We were jumping in the cars and shit, and like it got. I'm not gonna lie. We just saw a bunch of black people running and we were popping. And it was like, yeah, it was thousands of black people out there. You just don't know. Exactly, but it was a beautiful, but it was a beautiful experience. And her actually came on after that. The, the fuse box oh, wow. went off, and uh, it was like trending on social media and everything. But she came on after and relaxed, relaxed everybody and mm-hmm. bought everybody because because people were on edge after that. Uh, like, yeah, because you never know yeah, these days. Exactly, but um, but she basically her music was just like able to like reel everybody back in and, and get everybody transition. calm again. She yeah, did, she did. She put us in the transition. Yeah, put us in the trans. Yeah, so it's gonna rain, but so what? Right, so what? But um, I, my artist right now, I've been on her for the past three, three, four years, uh, Kalani. I'm in love. I wish she was so, I wish that she was bigger than what she is. I hated, I hated that people was trying to say like she was going to be, or she was trying to be the next Rihanna or whatever that thing was. But I really like Kalani. Oh, she's going at the uh, party next door and what's his name? Basketball player, dude. I like Kalani. <laughs> I don't care. I don't know anything I'm about, about that. That's how I. Knew that's how you knew her. her. Yeah, I, I knew of her on X Factor. She was with a oh, group. She was on that. She was with a group, mm-hmm. and she stuck out there because just something about her presence, something about her, just she's magnetizing, and you just shift and focus to her. And then she's, I think she's from Oakland. So that whole oh, music yeah. thing is within her. Mm-hmm. So like anything so that comes out of Oakland, and Tony, Tony, Tony. I heard <laughs> he made a statement that they was they're maybe going on tour. Or they're going on oh. tour. Tony, Tony, Tony. Oh, God. So oh, as a '90s head, I've been waiting for that for my life. Oh, so I tell you right now, '2020. I'm gonna put it in the atmosphere. I know a lot of people probably don't <laughs> care about it, but Tony, 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 you will get my money. Destiny yeah, style, if you do a DC five, you're gonna get all my money. I think Invogue five, if you come, you're gonna get all of my money. Who else is there? Invogue, MC Hammer, and somebody else, but it's um a concert in um 
Cali. Because you know I follow MC Hammer. And he posted it. Yo, MC like, Hammer. Oh, MC yeah. Hammer came the best concert <laughs> two months, three months yeah, ago. That was a, yes. yes. It was at the uh, house party that we did. Yeah, MC was- Hammer, Tone, Loke. Young MC, who else? Kid and play. Kid and play. Oh, it was man. a good concert. Only thing that was missing with their one, and I hate to say it, was a female. They needed a female. Yeah. They need some type of female mm. representation mm. in there. Yeah. But that was still a dope concert. I think. Yeah. Who who was they the soccer? Yo-yo in that oh, Sir Mix-a-Lot. Oh, yeah, Sir who Mix-a-Lot. Yeah. Like, I didn't remember that Sir Mix-a-Lot had so many hits. Sir Mix-a-Lot is rich. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He He's had like so many too, hits. I think. I think in the uh, techie world. I don't know. Well, he's up there in Seattle, so that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's from he's, he's from Seattle. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My guy, Sir Mix a lot. Yeah, that was a good Mix a lot. So that that's the music. Um, we didn't name any any males. We named all females for the R and B. I said Summer Walker. Who? You said her. You said who? I said Summer Walker. Yeah, it's a female. Yeah. I say Kalani. And he said, "Sir, is a good one. Sir is a good one. Chasing Sir. Wait, 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 I listen to that. So, like, he has a song. I don't want to mispronounce this lady's name, but who? N A N A O. N A O. They have a song called "Make It Out Alive." Him and Sir. No, 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 no. This is this is hers. Her, not her. (laughs) No pun intended. (laughs) But it's N A O and Sir. They have a song called "Make It Out Alive," and it used to be really big on satellite radio, and. It's a it's a dope song. It's a really good song. Listen to that, and it'll get you right. It's a really mm-hmm. good song. So I'm, I'm trying to think of a, a male artist right now. Yeah, I mean, we talked about uh, Tory Lanez a little bit earlier. Oh yeah, yeah. But I, I, like I really like Tory Lanez. Uh, Tory Lanez is dope. Um, just he's so versatile. I mean, he all of his stuff is just really dope. I, uh, I want to sing. Toronto something. has a lot of influence right now. It does. The culture, Toronto. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because Drake is heavy. I mean, Drake is, <laughs> is heavy. I, I'm, I'm, I'm more of a, I'm, I'm a, I'm a singer singer. I love to hear singers. And I'm not taking anything away from any of the artists. I mean, they have something special about them. A lot of artists now, they have, you know, that, that artistry thing about them, but there aren't that many singers in the game. Singing. Like, yeah, like singing, singing, like that's gonna blow their vocal cords in the next 10 years if they keep singing the way they're singing. Did you listen to Tank's new album? No, Since I did. you like RB? No, I did. You know, I mean? <laughs> you know tank. But t- tank, Tank, no offense to Tank, but Tank is not, you know, he's not a part of the young way that I'm talking about. Yeah. You know, Tank, we know what Tank gonna give us. He's gonna give us some singing, he's gonna give us some sultry, he's gonna give us it some actually, RB. When Tank does records with people like Chris Brown or Trey Song, it's almost like it's stepping out of his comfort zone. It doesn't even it doesn't resonate nowhere makes... near the same. Absolutely. Yeah, it not. should. Cause he was Jamie Foxx. He wrote all the Jamie oh, Foxx yeah. records. Yeah. So everything that Jamie Foxx sang. You know, it was a part of that now culture. And it was, you know, so. Tank definitely has a strong pain game. Yeah, he does. Uh, what happened to Jahi? <laughs> Yo, I was just thinking about Jahi. But that woman person fucked up, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, he had, two, he had two good ones after that. He had uh, Finding My Way Back. That was my joint. And then the last one he came out with that I can recall was the one that sounded like Luther. What was that song? Uh, Back in my arms. That was a that was a Luther record when they made that record. Mm-hmm. So y'all, y'all probably you remember that one? If I hear it, I, go ahead sing it. I don't sing. I don't, <laughs> I don't sing either. I don't, I don't have that record. 
<laughs> we gotta get some. We gotta up our shit. So that's where when you say something, I can just push that button and then yeah. that soul come yeah. on. Yeah. But yeah. nah, John, he, he he was real. He he was dope. He was a real good artist. His first ghetto love. Yo, yeah, yeah, the ghetto love the ghetto was dope. Love. Then that he came. Dope. What was the second one? Uh, I don't remember. Still, still ghetto. Still got it. Right. Y'all can't even stick to y'all. Still got folks. it. Y'all revert back to the him. You didn't say him. Revert back to the old folks. I'm t- I-, I was trying to get a young people some love. So how saying. so how like we talk about young folks. How do you guys stay You guys. In well, thank you. Yeah. How do you know I'm talking about okay. We <laughs> finished. How do you guys like keep up with the young folks? Like how like what are some different ways that you guys keep up with? I think Instagram kind of helps me out. Um, well, I have a teenager. Oh, you, oh yeah, yeah. So, that, yeah. Uh, but he don't, he don't listen to R&B young. though. The rap yeah. part when they have all the YBNs and the I don't it's know all the babies and all that. It's hard to keep up with these rappers. R&B, yeah. I feel like R&B is probably a little easier to keep up with. But I don't know me. any really um, young generation R&B. <sighs> and and Doja Cat is a good one. I like her new album. Is that a I don't rapper? Know if y'all heard of her? Okay, remember she went viral with the um. See, this is how this is how you remember folk because they have to go viral. That is true, but she came out with the uh the the moo joint, the cows, the I'm not a cat, I don't meow. Y'all remember that? Which... I'm not a social. Media I'm person. making moves, and she dressed as a cow. No, it no. was like awesome. Oh my god. Yeah, I'm lost on that one. <sighs> 1980. <laughs> 1980, that's all I got for you. Okay. I'm sorry, I can't. It was I, on I like Ball know. Alert, Shade Room. Don't you don't check Ball Alert, Shade Room? That's how I stay in the know with the young okay. folks. You know, Ball I Alert, Shade know? Room. Giving up some of the secrets you know, for the, old, the older I'm, generation. I stay in the know by man. talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> then I, I have a niece. My, I have a niece that's 20. Oh, she's going to kill me. She's about 24, 23. I think she's yeah. 23. And she actually, like, she sent me Summer Walker. She was like, I think you will like her. Summer Walker. Yeah, she was like, I think you will like her. So she sent me her. Uh, she sent that to me on uh, Apple Music. So my nieces and nephews and Keisha is what keep me yeah, in the know. Yeah, Features help me out, too. So a lot of times with these artists, I love, like, when somebody, like, it helps when the older generation, the older artists link break. Yeah, when they link up with some of the younger mm-hmm. folks. And then, like, and then they, like for, especially for records that break, you'd be like, okay, that, that person sound good on that hook. Let me go mm-hmm. listen to that, right. you know? And then you or, fall down the rabbit hole. Because exactly. the only young rapper dude that I really like is the um, Corday. The Corday. YBN oh, Corday. Corday. Yeah. Only because I can, like, really understand what he's saying. The baby dropped a new video the other day. But the Jabberwock is Super dope. That was yeah. trending, like, number three on Twitter. Well, yeah. Yeah. Or something. Yeah, yeah. The video. I like the baby. He, he, he's he's hip-hop. He's hip-hop. Cool. The baby? Yeah. He's hip hop. He's, he's, he's a good. He's a good. He's a good mixture of both. He's he's he's, he's hip hop. I like him. And he got he got he got bars too. I don't know. Yeah, I like <laughs> the baby. No, no, I'm I'm just saying I don't listen to him. He got so bars. I don't know. He got yeah. bars. But that's yeah. how I keep up with Mason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's how I keep up with Mason. Yeah. Yeah. So I can be in the lingo. I'm going to be an old dad. Oh boy, I'm lost. <laughs> I have to keep up now. I'm struggling now, like exactly. trying to hold on. Yeah, you talking about videos. I don't really watch videos like that no more. Well, I don't. I used to. I remember really I used to watch videos, videos all day long. Big ass budgets for videos. Yes. Oh my Not god. Yeah. Missy Elliott. But when a world premiere dropped, remember when like Michael Jackson used to come on like Fox and it was like yeah, a big deal. It was a big deal. You might not have been born, but um, <laughs> that's before my time. Right. I'm like, 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 I'm like
I've been Whitney, <laughs> when I've been Whitney, Michael, Janet, yeah, Sade, Anita, all those people, whenever they would drop, mm. it was, like a it was a world premiere. premiere. Mm. It's like, now, world the premiere. world premiere. It and came on like a full season. World premiere, premiere, premiere. Yeah, you're talking about black and white when uh, Michael Jackson came on they, black and white. They remember the time. Remember the time. There was on... It was on all the networks. Yes. Everybody paused at 8 yeah, o'clock to, to watch put the that Michael Jackson on. of Michael Jackson. And then and yeah, went, I miss those days. I'd be so pressed. Like, it's like, oh, it's like, and, and like these, these young kids, like the new, the, the, these new artists, it's still so much. They can infuse. And see, that's something that I, if I was an a it's so much that they can infuse with then and now to blend, blend and bring those worlds together. Yeah. Like, because yeah. our parents... Jodeci and Boris the Men and all them, yeah. they did a good job at bridging the old with the new. Yeah. So, Jodeci I mean, is my top five R&B group. Jodeci is my top Jodeci. five, too. Jodeci, Jodeci. Jagged, Edge, Jagged Edge, Silk. Silk. There's Silk. a meeting <laughs> in my... Okay, I'm sorry. Oh, okay, you were born. Okay, you were oh, born. Oh, boy. Don't do, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. 112. You're not going to throw Drew Hill in there? Drew Hill. Oh, okay. Drew Hill is still, that's my top five. Yeah, that's my top five. Drew Hill is Jodeci. But they they still separate, but still. Well, my top five, my top five R&B groups Mm -hmm. are bands. Because see, that's a different thing. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to try, I'm going to try to do groups, all right? The Jacksons. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Jodeci. Mm -hmm. Boys to Men. Now, this part about to get real tricky and iffy right here. Can I wait for one of y'all to say The Isley Brothers. Okay. Mm. That's Forever that. Sunday. I can see forever that. Forever Sunday. I can listen to them on a nice Sunday breeze. People don't consider this an R&B group, but it's an R&B group to me. Who? Frankie Beverly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that at all. I think they should be top five. Yeah, they yeah, should yeah. be top five. They should be top five. My top five is Jodeci, mm-hmm. Tony, 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 mm-hmm. The Gap Band. The Gap Band. Hmm. I'd have to go with. Um, I'm going to throw 112 in my top my top five. Mm-hmm. And last but not least, and this is just all off the top of the head right here. Yeah. I think that I'll uh, last but not least, I have to go with Boys to Man. Yeah. So y'all know Bobby Brown will be mad that we didn't. No edition! Oh! Oh! New edition right after the Jacksons. Yeah. New edition right after. Oh my God. I had to take the Jacksons off because the Jacksons were a band. They played all their music. They did. All their instruments. I had to take the Ozzy Brothers off because they were a band. I got you, Bobby. Gotcha. Um, new edition. I'm sorry. New edition. You are in the, you are in the mix. Groups, R and B groups at that, and don't never one of y'all say new edition. New edition. Dang, I had that in the cut. I can't new believe edition. you because day twenty six is actually my honorable mention. Day twenty six. Yes, day twenty six. I get that to one twelve. One twelve has so much talent. They did, but like Slim, I understand why Diddy did it because Slim had that unique voice. But Q, he's on um. Darren and um, Mike. Mike mm. was a beast. He was. So, so New Edition was actually very unique because they didn't sleep on Johnny Gill either. Johnny Gill. Whoa. <laughs> so it was funny because like they were actually the they were actually like the perfect fixture 
because Ralph's voice, as they started to get older, wasn't resonating with the fans as much with with the older audience. Like, well, you, you better know. not say that. Hold on, hold on, hold that. on, hold on. I'm just That's saying. That's like saying Michael Jackson voice. No, no, no. no. Just hear me out. Hear me out. <laughs> Ralph sounded like a kid as they started to get older, and Johnny Gill, when he was younger, sounded his voice was so deep yeah, that it was like for little girls. It was like whoa, like this that dude don't sound like exactly. So it was perfect. Exactly. Like he, exactly. he, he came in at the perfect time to bring him, you know, to that next audience. That's all I'm saying. I, I, I agree with you. I think. Yeah. But you know, sopranos as, and altos. As a as a, <laughs> as, <laughs> as a new edition fan, I love any heartbreak. Oh, that was my fave. I got the vinyl at home. Moves. I have the OG vinyl at home. But I feel like. Johnny Gill, he killed that record and not in a good way. Not in a good way. I think Johnny Gill was showing us that the group didn't want him there. And he was oversinging the shit out of everything. He, he, I, I'm coming home. His vocals on I'm coming home. Sick. Um, His vocals on Can You Stand the Rain? Backgrounds was sick. Man. Boys to men, I wanted him to shut the fuck up. Because you can hear that he was trying to kill it. Any heartbreak, he did it. He did. A, I'm just. I'm going all the way through. Mm-hmm. Crucial was my favorite on that record, but I just think that it, back then Johnny Gear was showing us that they didn't want to give him a shot. So he felt like every time he got on the record, he had to oversing. He's a. He's a. He has a, a beautiful voice, a great voice, but on that record, you can hear that he was fighting to be heard. So I think that he kind of messed it up a little bit. And if you talk to some real New Edition fans, they're kind of conflicted with Johnny Gill a little bit. I love Johnny Gill. I thought he was perfect. I thought that he fit the group really well. I mean, I'm you know nothing was perfect, but yeah, uh, but he, know, he but, came but he in. Did, he came in at the right time. He did. He know? they have to give Johnny Gill his credit. Yeah. Johnny Johnny Gill transcended yes. New Edition. Yes, he allowed them. Yes. To go higher and push their platform greater. And a lot of people slip on um, Mike Bivens. He bought his the business. swagger. His, his, yeah, his business and the business acumen. Yeah. But the swagger. You remember when Bill B- Bill Biv DeVoe, they had like swagger that mm-hmm. was like just so different when they were like just the cl- style of clothes that they were wearing and the, all that the stuff. The spray painted overalls. Yeah. yeah. With the hats. Words on love and a baby boy. You gotta stop all this. <laughs> you know that's a, that's a period that we're talking about. Yeah, like eighty eight to ninety one. Man, that was that was really damn guy instrumental. Was guy, 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 guy. Black Street was dope. Guy, Black Street ain't come till ninety five. Yeah, 95. a little later. Yeah, but eighty eight to ninety one. Oh man. Yeah. You couldn't escape guy in summer. Nah, Teddy Riley was killing it. 89. You couldn't escape. You couldn't escape them boys. Teddy Riley, shout out to Harlem. Right. Back who else was back then? The boys. Remember the boys? The boys. Yes. Down my heart. Oh, yeah. Down my heart. <laughs> oh, you remember them? I remember them. Oh, okay. The boys actually just came back out. Did they really? Yeah, they just came back out. They're they're adults now. They yeah, just, yeah, yeah, they're yeah, yeah, clearly. They're but they're they're like, yeah, exactly. They're all in their forties now. But they actually just came back out. I want to say that they came out with an album maybe last year. Oh wow! Yeah, mm. oh, interesting. Wow. You know, you know, ABC. Oh, ABC. I was yeah. a fan. Yeah, I, I, I did a media talent show. 
singing Aisha. Singing, singing Aisha <laughs> at, at the, the playground. playground. I did you a mini talent show. You got to do that. I did a mini talent show. I was doing the Wayans too. I mean the Wayans, the Winans back in the day. Oh, the Winans. I was just listening to them the other day. Man, man, Got man. Mint Condition? Is that? Mint, mint Condition is a band. Yeah. <laughs> it was the last that. R&B band. One that. of the last R&B bands. Yeah. That's, that's so good, much man. good music out there. That's, that's, I love our culture. I love being black. I love our culture. Just what we come from, what we do, what we make, how we create everything. You know, right now, hip-hop is number, the America's number one export. Oh, wow. Number one export for America is hip hop. Mm. That's what we sell the most outside of the United States. And isn't it crazy how they looked at um, Vanilla Ice and MC Hammer? Not Vanilla Ice, MC Hammer is like a sellout with uh, Will Smith back in the day because they like moved over yeah. to the commercial they side. They crossed over the pop. Because hip hop, remember, we wanted to, to keep it street and gritty. Exactly. You and know what? Crossovers. A lot of people don't need to. A lot of people need to put some respect on oh, MC on, 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 on Will Smith. Yes, they do. No, Y'all talk about his, impact. He get his respect. He get his respect. I well, mean, not from the culture. He don't. No, not like that's that. True. Not from the culture. He don't. He was a pioneer. Yeah, he was. He yeah. kind of paved the way for that Nick Cannon lane. Yeah. Uh, uh, I still want to see he, that he Nightmare person. on My Street video, Will Smith. Really? I still would, yes, I still would like to see that Nightmare oh, yeah. on My Street video. Yeah. It exists. He, he didn't curse, remember? He didn't. Yeah. Parents just don't understand. Mm-hmm. A lot of people really didn't curse. And Jazzy yeah, Jeff is a legendary DJ. No, but back in the day, a lot of people didn't curse. They used to talk hard. They used to talk really hard. Like LL didn't curse. LL didn't curse at all. Mm-hmm. No. Oh, because his mama was going to knock him out. <laughs> that, I think that's what you're saying. That was so corny. <laughs> that was so corny. Yeah, that was corny. I remember LL like the like the because my aunt was about ten years older than me, so uh, she just used to like. I literally learned hip hop through her, but I remember her and her friends. They would all go crazy over LL, oh, and I used to try to. I used to like because mm, I used to have a crush on my cousin's friend. I mean, some of my aunt's friends. I'd be like, okay, well the girls like LL. Maybe I should try to act like LL. So I was <laughs> licking my lips. I did I was licking my lips, but then at night my lips got real dry. <laughs> <laughs> And he was on in the house and you know he used to have a hat, so I went out and got me. I was like, Mom, give me a hat, give me a hat. And I had the one pants leg up. Oh my gosh. I tried to beat LL that. for a I went through I an LL stage. <laughs> I did that. I went through an LL stage. I did that before LL did it. No, I was wow, yeah. I know guys did that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you you find people that you know you want to emulate. I did that with left eye. Left eye. I was pressed to have her bangs. Podcast to talk about. (laughs) That is a whole ass. I was pressed to have her bangs, and then um, I was too young to be you know getting condoms and wearing that shit in my glasses. (laughs) But they promoted safe sex. Yeah, they did. Along with salt and pepper. Oh yeah, they did too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Who knew? Yeah. Now what y'all talking about now? Let's What's the talk culture? About talk? And see, and and and, and, and that's that's the thing about hip hop that I miss. It was current. It was informative, and it had a message. It always had a message. Mm-hmm. Everything. Now, had, not a, that didn't the show. Everything had a message. As, yes, the culture had a message. Yes. HBCU sweaters. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now, now what's the message? Yeah. What's the message? Now? Yeah. Out of out of message. everything that we're listening to with this music nowadays. What is the takeaway? People were really conscious of pushing the culture forward back then. 
think that there's like only there's not that many people that are they just all about now even, doing even, it now even people our worst yeah. had a message NWA our worst right. had a message Spice One our what worst had a message all that. you see Tupac that was 25 years old like wow Scott left so much of an impact so what yeah like you know now I finally saw that damn episode that was talking about hip hop and the top what we were talking about how we rate the uh, the artists. Oh, uh, yeah. where you see that? Yeah. Impact. You talking about the Ti joint? Yeah. Uh, that was too long for me. I mean, I I didn't watch like the whole one thing. To a hundred or something. I, I didn't watch the whole That's thing. That's a good way to rate artists, though. I hate I hate That's that Impact shit because what you're saying about imp- again. Uh, it, well, if we host. talk about Impact, then y'all should be adding some females to the list. Yeah, Roxanne Shantae. Because if it wasn't impact, Roxanne, but Shantae. longevity, no. Queen Latifah, impact, impact, longevity, yes. Roxanne Shantae, everybody, everybody was a Roxanne Shantae saying. in every city. It was everybody. Roxanne Shantae in Chicago. Roxanne Shantae, you know, it was a Roxanne Shantae everywhere. Roxanne started it, yes. But if we tossing in longevity and all that stuff, I would say Queen Latifah. <laughs> Queen Latifah bought in the conscious female rapper. She did. MC Light Production bought in. MC Light bought the B girl in. She was like, "I'm just as yeah. rough as the dude." Yeah, yeah. As far as lyrics are concerned, Yo Yo was the the female rap favorite, pioneer favorite. on the West Coast. Shout out to Ice Cube. Mm-hmm. Who, who else is there? But James don't want to put no females on no, the list. Well, I mean, because they don't have no impact. Exactly. Queen Latifah has impact. And now, if you want to talk about impact, Lil, Lil Kim has impact. Foxy Brown. Because when Lil' Kim and Foxy hit, they shift the game. Yeah, whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, so y'all, 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 I feel <laughs> a little attacked right now. I feel a little attacked. We hate I'm going to be honest. I cannot do a top 10 without a female Why do you do a top 10 when That's what I don't understand. How do y'all do I can't do a top 10 without a female And y'all don't put females on Who the gives list? a damn about how many records that they sold? I'm talking about how... The Even things that they talked about, how much it pushed the fo- we it never pushed said, the culture. We never said how many records they sold. Impact. Impact means how impact, much. Impact means discography. Impact means what? Longevity. What does impact mean? Lil Kim you, can, you can have an impact in a number of different ways. Okay. Big L had an okay, impact. Okay, so what does impact mean? Big L had well, an impact. Well, why he on the top? Well, why he ain't on the top? Because when we talk about impact, the first thing they talk about is who? Biggie and Tupac, Tupac and Jay Z. And Jay Z. They got the strongest impact. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What, what, what is, what's impact? Let's define impact. Okay, that's a good that's a good question. Define impact. I'd say impact have to has to be you. Okay, a long lineage of like like when you look at Tupac, you can see a long list of people that he influenced. Mm-hmm. You can see how his impact in the culture affects us today some of the different things that we talk about we're still talking about this guy like he's still alive Mm -hmm. even after his music was long long gone Mm -hmm. he made a strong impact with as far as like with the black panther stuff just everything his impact was really strong just a lot a lot of different things like little boosie just came out with an album called bupak you know people are saying that i know (laughs) (laughs) i'm just saying his impact was really, 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 really strong. T.I.'s clearly come, cut from that Tupac type of... Yeah. You know what I mean? There's yeah. a lot of people. Like, like just like just his impact on our daily culture. But you don't think no females 
have that much impact. He still ain't well, because the Brett was the first what female rapper to sell like a million. Okay, so let's go ahead and go back to this real quick. Let's define impact. So I'd say artist, like I'd say artist that basically that you that you influenced. Lil Kim should definitely be on that list. She had a lot of influence. I agree with you. I'd also say uh, impact would be um, just uh, like basically social topics that we de- that we talk about, like you know people that change the conversation of how we people that control how we think, you know, like our daily consumption mm-hmm. of what we're doing, like people that will come across your mind, like or people or some of the different things and ideas that they put out there that or quotes whatever, just like how they impacted the culture, things that you do on a daily basis. Like these people that have impacted your life, you know, where they own like some, you know, you know what I mean? No, I, 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 I get, no, you're making a whole lot of sense. I'm making, I'm making a sense here. You're that, making a whole that, lot of sense, but that it still doesn't is, explain. It, that is impact. And that's why I said people, people like, I mean. But that still doesn't explain why so many rappers are left off the list. Female because I think people rappers. are, people are, they're, because they're we had, we had the discography and the longevity conversation, which excluded a lot of people. But I think people are, are putting impact. I guess it's impact. I think impact should be removed. I, 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 <laughs> I do. Think I think impact should a, be removed. I, love I think impact. impact should be up there. I think it should too. It's going to it's going to exclude a whole lot of people. But the, I mean, it should include a whole lot of people as well. So people's argument for including people based on impact, it's kind of invalid because you're not really giving a good. Good detailed argument why impact should matter, or why uh, or, it should. Or impact matter. is almost like a popularity. If hip hop is a thank you, I could not, I could not express it correctly. It's popularity. Impact slash popularity. If hip hop is a, do we all agree that hip hop is a culture? Mm-hmm. Just like a lot of different, there's different cultures for different things. Mm-hmm. If 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 hip hop is a culture, then there's certain things that's going to impact that specific culture. The same way that, dress, like, be, the talk. same way that, yeah, how you dress, how you mm-hmm. talk, all of those, all of those things are component of somebody's impact. People that change the way we live our daily lives, like LL Cool J. Well, let's, let's reflect for a minute. Let's go, let's go to pop, the pop. You rock, can't leave that out. World, yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's go to pop and folklore and all that. Mm-hmm. Johnny Cash is like top of the list on in in other cultures, right? Elvis had a big impact too. Mm-hmm. But no, I'm only bringing up Johnny Cash because. Okay. He didn't influence. Okay. He didn't influence <laughs> culture. He just influenced songwriting because to them, he's one of the greatest songwriters. So I guess, okay, I guess I shouldn't have said that because that's still an impact. <laughs> but it's not an impact. It's not an impact. I think impact. But it's not, I was speaking to it as an impact as it relates to, you know, the style of dress or the mindset, but again, you're changing songwriting capabilities. So I mean, that's, that's the mindset. So that's the impact. But impact again goes back to popularity. Let's not say popularity. So you have two earrings right now, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Somebody impact made an impact in the culture with the two earrings that made it. Actually, I got three. Okay, so somebody impacted somebody. There's somebody that came before you that did that. There's a it's reason like, why oh, you're doing it. They can do it. I can do it. No. Some, some, yeah, there's somebody, something no. that impacted you. you. Want to know why I got another earring? Because I had one, and I said they look stupid. <laughs> you get the other one. I, I didn't think about nobody. We only had one. We only had one. That's actually. And it was really 
people was like, you gay. If, you had, if a dude had two earrings in his ear, like, well, you gay. And so I was like, okay, Until I don't want to be gay, so I'm going to get a third one. So what they going to say to that? How stupid you are. <laughs> Some, that's Extra actually, gay. That's actually African, ancient African culture where two earrings. But modern day, because mm-hmm. the Moors used to wear it. The Moors that conquered Spain. Mm-hmm. Don't go there. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Anyway. No, go there. I mean, no, we need it. We need, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, but we, we, get, we get off impact. Who impacted We're going back to popularity. The popularity. Who impacted two earrings? That's a good question. I'm not sure. But I know that early on that somebody in hip-hop, I, I remember people just start doing it out of nowhere. And whether you know it or not, they impacted the why, the reason why they kind of made it cool. To do two instead to of do one. Two instead I of like one. to hear that. I wasn't influenced by that. I wasn't influenced by hip-hop. The decision that I made was not, I, I didn't see anything. Like I didn't see anybody doing it. It's just what I wanted to do. Not gonna give it up. Come on. I'm 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 saying for me, it may be true for <laughs> others, but for me, that part didn't. That, you wouldn't follow her. No, I wouldn't. Like in my mind, I don't care what nobody say. Yeah, LL was wearing his pants rolled up, but I was doing it before I saw him doing it. Oh, Chris so, Cross. I didn't do the the, the coats in the back. That's one that they had an impact. They had an impact. They did. They so why he why they at the top? They don't got longevity or discography. So you gotta have impact, longevity, and uh, discography. That make the argument makes sense. Let's cut it out. Let's stop. It makes sense. Let's cut it out. I just that that's a good way. Now there now there are categories, but for those specific categories, how could you rock with that? And then he's sitting up here telling you. He's he's deconstructing this shit that you're going with. How can you rock with that? No, he's telling you. No, because I do believe that. But that takes impact. out all the females. No, it don't. What female? Okay. There's okay. a there's a as far as impact. I, I've already now, said that. Now, who making, said now if we're making an impact argument. There's a ton of women that. And so why are they on your list? Because of discography. <laughs> For that specific conversation. And I think Lil Kim got six. This Foxy Brown got five or four. Why aren't they included? And they both had an impact. Lauren Hill got one CD that she's been torn off for, for 22 years. And see, well, I wouldn't put her up there with <laughs> in, in the top five, though. Yeah, I don't I mean, care if you put her in the top, the top five. Why I, is she even on the like list? I feel like females should have a place in the list. They should have you their own all list. Of, not even no, that's, that's how people feel. No, I don't feel that way. I got okay. Let's talk about impact. Now I'm going to use a, use a different person, but they had a strong impact, whether they were real or not. I Here don't we know. go. Mm-hmm. Whether Jesus Christ or Jesus of Nazareth was real <laughs> or if he was fake, either one. I don't know. There's no history to show he was real. That's please, the subject. Please don't talk. Either way, please don't make me talk. He about had a really really long. strong impact. Please don't make me talk. Or the idea of him had a really, really strong impact Mm -hmm. on today's culture. That matters. The people, whether we believe it or not, I don't know, but it had a really strong impact. I'm not touching this with a (laughs) ten. I'm not touching this with a ten. I know, right? Trying to draw that parallel, you know. We're giving you a lot to edit, so we gonna we gonna put a button on this. <laughs> a reflection. How can we reflect? What's something that we can reflect about? Something about your life that you can reflect on, and something that you can reflect on in your life in a minute or less. Mm, I need a thinker on that one. 
Well, I'll talk while you think, while the both of you think of it. So in the beginning of this session, I talked about um, some news that I received, right? Mm-hmm. One of my children's mothers, right? And so the reflection on, on that I have about my, my tumultuous relationship with this woman, the reflection is I knew when I met her that I loved her. I knew when I met her that she wasn't good for me. I knew when I married her that I shouldn't have married her. But I knew that I loved her, right? The reflection of this is we've been through a lot and I went through a period of loving and hating her. I still love her. I'm not in love with her. I don't want anything bad to happen to her. I wish that things would have uh, went differently between us. I wish our our life experiences would have brought us to a, a happy a happier place in our lives. But I don't regret anything that we've experienced. I don't I don't even regret the bad things that we went through because it it actually helped me. Like our divorce actually helped me accelerate me being a man. Her coming into my life accelerated me being a man because I had a wife and that I had to take care of. I was in the military fighting, trying to fighting the battle of, am I going to get in? I mean, stay in or leave. Then she came and then I was like, I got to do this for my wife. I got to do this for my family. So the good that came out of everything was that she raised me. Our situation, our marriage, it raised me. Um, I don't, I don't know. I wish, I wish her happiness. I wish me a little bit of happiness too. Cause I think in my life, I haven't been the same since um, her and I parted. And I think subconsciously is because I know that she's been having a rough go and I can't be happy if she's not happy because um, she was, she was my happiness. She was my happy spot. So reflecting on that, I used to hate her. I don't hate her. I just, I hate the way things end between us. Oh, you can move forward from there. Mm-hmm. Oh. <sighs> um, I don't have anything. I think I would just reflect on the conversation that I had earlier about death and how it's impacting the decisions that I make today. And I have a newfound respect for time management. And I actually uh, want to start accounting for the, the, the time in my day more, um, just because I want to make sure that I, I'm as productive as possible. I want to account for every last minute. Uh, I want to get better at planning my day out. Time management, again, is very important to me. So um, for the young people, that might be listening, you know, I think, uh, you know, pl- uh, just like kind of living by your calendar or living by a, a daily planner is like really good. Um, just because you realize when you start accounting for time, how much time you could be actually wasting on video games or binge watching shows or doing some shit that don't mean nothing to nobody. And you could be using that time to uh, make an impact in the world and uh, to do it. You know, leave an in, leave a lasting legacy for your family and do it for your last name instead of your first. So, Aww. I wish you would have said that louder. Do it for your last name instead of your first name. 
Do it for your last name instead of your first name. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's a good one. Mm -hmm. And take five minutes at the end of your day, whether you want to listen to Anita Baker, (laughs) you want to listen to her, or you want to listen to the baby. (laughs) Take five minutes and and reflect on your life and reflect on past situations. Reflect on your day. Challenge yourself. Channel yourself. Chant. That's my message. Last thoughts? I'm going to say this because God put it on my heart. We're going to have to have an episode with our family dynamic. Mm. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, bring some tissue because I'm going to cry. I'm talking about our family, all three of us. Me, you, Talk like, and my other baby daddy. Oh. That conversation. Oh, I thought you were talking about like our family, that like how we all grew up. Like the Oh, family. I mean, that could be a good one too. Yeah. I would really like to know James' story. I, I get pieces <laughs> of him every now and then. And it I'm putting it in the back of my head. But um, yeah, we need to have that conversation. Only because I feel like if I'm going to be moving forward as far as like um, sharing my surrogate story, people are going to be like, how did you come across like an agreement like that? And it's not even technically an agreement that's like written down or anything. It's just how it just naturally, organically happened. The natural transgression. Yes. Like, Mm. yeah. Okay. But I, I need you to be... On board with that? Yes. Well, <laughs> you put this thing in front of me, you know, I'm, I'm going to speak. I just, I mean, it's a gift and a curse. But it's also um, a vulnerable spot to be in. For you? Um, yeah, for me. But definitely for you. open talking about you know, I'm open talking about I, I want to have but, um, many more conversations about many more things I'm and we can also discuss aside from that um as being a surrogate how it is in the dating field knowing that I have my two and a half men here as my package deal oh yeah and I, I, I I could imagine that that's 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 something hard for yeah. the male species. Yeah, because when the conversation comes up, mm-hmm. it's like you either gonna go with it or you like nine with that shit. It takes a strong. I get. I understand both sides of it, and maybe because mm-hmm. I feel differently about it, I'm more willing to be like, "Yeah, that's. I don't have a problem with that. Why do I have? Why should I have an issue with that?" Being, you know, the person that's, you know, pursuing you. Mm-hmm. Why would I have an issue with that? I agree. But we're going to button this because we can go into a whole nother two-hour conversation okay. All right. talking Just about it. On, on the radar? But yes, put that on the list. Okay, on the radar. Yes. I got you, on the radar. So the family dynamic and my dating life. On the radar. Or lack thereof. <laughs> James, last word. 
Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to go to the barbershop. <laughs> if y'all could be in here right now, these two got I'm about like, to go to the barbershop and give me a fresh cut. <gasps> Shout out to Gucci Man at uh, Salon Plaza, Woodbridge, Virginia. They just flipped the car over on uh, in Paris. Oh, wow. Fox News is on TV right now. That poison in the background. Mm-hmm. I want to ask y'all about Williams. Cap. Man, I want to ask y'all about Cap. It was trending on Twitter. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, Cap and uh, Carmelo both uh, got uh, chances to get back in the league. Well, Melo's back. And then uh, Cap doing his Cap's thing today. Got, Cap's got his tryout today. So we'll touch on that next week, maybe. We'll talk about it. We'll yep. see who comes of it. Yep. We out. <laughs>